Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Companies to watch. Money FM 89.3, good morning. It's the breakfast huddle with Elliot Danker, Byron Chief and Ryan Huang. It's time now for companies to watch. You would have probably read about this in the news. Long running bidding war, and it looks like now SBH at the SBH acquisition saga, that is, finally moving into the voting stage. Yes, indeed. The company announced it will exercise its right to terminate bidder Keppel Corp's offer while making preparations for shareholders to vote on Cuscadon Peak's rival offer. In fact, earlier this week, SBH had also received the court's approval to convene the Cascaden Peak scheme meeting. Unfortunately, Keppel Corp disagrees with SBH's attempted purported termination of the Keppel implementation agreement and even started arbitration proceedings against the company to enforce its rights and seek various reliefs against SBH. Terence Tra, Senior Research Analyst for Philips Securities, is on the line with us right now to give us a little bit of insight on this. Terence, good morning. How are you? Morning, great, yeah. Uh, let's set things in context, Terence. First up, could you perhaps explain the rationale behind SBH's decision to exercise its termination rights? There are two reasons for this. The first is that when they compare the two deals, the Kepler and Cascaden deal, the deal from Cascaden is more superior than Kepler, and that's the reason why they, they decided to terminate the Kepler deal since there's, in their view, there's no need to vote on the Kepler deal. The second is that having consulted Securities Industry Council, SIC, they are of the view that they can actually go ahead with the termination of the implementation agreement since some of the terms have not been met. So they proceeded to cancel the, the terminate view. Some might say, though, putting the order of the court aside, that shareholders should be given the right to choose between the two offers on the table. And in fact, by doing this, you're depriving shareholders of those rights and it goes against shareholders' interest. What do you think, though? Yeah, I, I think I agree with this. I think shareholders, the deal from Cascadian and Keppel was, was first put to, to shareholders around October and November. And it's been about four to five months. I think shareholders have been able to read and, and educate themselves the merits of both deals. So they are making an informed decision on this. So they should have the right to vote on both offers. All right, uh, Terence, naturally or as expected, Keppel Pegasus does not agree with the termination of this agreement and maintains that SPH is obligated to put its offer to a vote this, uh, in accordance with the terms of the agreement. Why does Keppel Pegasus believe that there is this obligation? I mean, even in the face of the superior offer from Cascade and Peak, like you mentioned earlier on, explain to us how this part would work. Yes, naturally, Keppel would think so. The the reason is because there are still there's slight differences in the the deal table by Keppel and Cascaden. And one of the, the main differences is that the the Keppel deal does come with some shares from Keppel Reed as well. And so, uh, as a whole, Keppel still feel that their their deal presents a compelling offer to to SPA shareholders uh, as compared to the Cascaden offer. So they feel that uh, SBA shareholders should should get to vote on this, and mainly because they, they do feel that the the capital read uh, shares that will be tabled that will be offered to SBA shareholders offers SBA shareholders longer value in in the longer term. But considering where we are now, Terence, is there really mm. any way to change mm. the situation to give shareholders that right? 
it's difficult to speculate right now uh, in terms of what the decision of the arbitrator will be. So we would just have to wait for what the, the, the arbitrator say. And the reason why we can't speculate is because there are a lot of things that are not being said, such as what the terms of the implementation agreement are and, and what, what, what are some of the things that have not been met. Right. Oh, so you're saying that this is despite the fact that SIC had no objections on their exercise of the right to terminate the implementation agreement. So for some reason, Keppel probably sees there's a need or there is something in there to continue pushing for these uh, arbitration proceedings. Yes, yes, you're right. So, but we we are we're not certain at this moment right. what the, what these things are beyond okay. what the, the the two companies have already said. Okay, we yeah. can't speculate on that. Fair enough. Well, some analysts yeah. are saying maybe SPH should not have consulted the SIC on the termination. What do you think? No, I think they, they, they should have, but I think what Keppel, they, they should have because they, they, they need to know what to do. But I think Keppel feel that the SIC may have overlooked certain things. And that's, that's probably the reason why they're pressing ahead with the arbitration proceedings. What if the arbitration doesn't go the way of, not in yeah. favour of Cascaden, yeah. that's what I mean. Oh, yeah, if it's not in favor of SPH, maybe yeah. If 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 it's not in favor of SPH, uh, then shareholders would get to vote on both Capital Offer and Cascaden Offer. Right. Now, Terence, it was reported in late January this year that the full year earnings at Keppel Corporation exceeded the $1 billion mark. This was the first time in six mm. years. They had a robust performance from all of the group's business segments. With that mm. in mind, to what extent do you think SPH actually made the right decision to terminate Keppel's takeover offer? I mean, was it wise to do something like that? Yeah, it was. It was not actually the consideration uh, because what Capital offered, they did not offer uh, SPA shareholders any shares of Capital Corporation. So it is it, not like SPA shareholders have gotten uh, a part of uh, the Capital Corporation group that they can they can participate in the growth. Just to have a very quick recap, SPA shareholders are given uh, some capital read uh, under Capital's offer. They're giving given some capital read shares. SPH read shares and some cash offer. So theoretically, the, the results of Keppel should not affect the value that they are, they are getting from Keppel. Okay, Terence, let's take a look at Keppel Corp. They last traded at 6.08, while SPH last traded at 2.33. Which of the two would you be keen on buying? Uh, any thoughts on uh, these prices? I think like you guys rightly mentioned earlier, Keppel uh, Corporation reported a very robust set of results. The results was a huge turnaround from the loss that they made from 2020 and all their business segments are humming along very, very strongly. And for financial year 2022, we're still expecting very, very record profits from, from Keppel, uh, especially as compared to FY21. So, we are, we are still bullish on Keppel. We have a buy rating on Keppel uh, at $7.07. Uh, we think SPH is just a small, like, a small arbitrage opportunity. Uh, so our money is with Keppel. All right. Thank you very much for that analysis, Terence. Terence Chua, Senior Research Analyst at Philip Securities. You have a great day ahead, Terence. You too. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.